everybody. What's hey, up? Uh, welcome to Prodigal Sons Podcast. Man, good day. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a great day, man. Hey, uh, what episode are we on? Episode 9. 9. Man, almost 10. Man, Can almost you believe ten. that? We're going to be at 10 before we know it. That's crazy, man. That's uh, Well, and we're doing these, what, once a week? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we'll hit episode 10, and then we'll be 10 weeks into this, bro. Throw a huge party. There you go. Episode 10 party. Yeah. We'll have to do something I big. I like that. Yeah, I like that idea. That'd be cool, man. We'll have to do something a little bit different. As long as we got pizza, man, I'm cool with it. I, I told you, pizza's on the way, bro. You can it's do whatever you want as long way. as there's pizza. <laughs> we can have it sitting right here. I can't eat pizza today. I've had way too much today. <laughs> way too much pizza today. I thought I thought that was your uh, your main food I'm trying. Group. I'm trying to watch what I eat, man. I mean, I watch it very closely. Yeah, you watch it all go down <laughs> your mouth. <laughs> you watch all the cookies, all the pizza, and all the burgers. That's where I messed up today, man. I had way too many cookies. Yeah? Yeah, for breakfast. I did good today. We uh, Work brought in Babe's Chicken for lunch. Man, for I've, never lunch. Had, I've never had that, but I heard that was so good. I've only had it one time, and I wasn't impressed, but this time it was really good. Really? And uh, they brought in uh, smoked chicken. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And fried chicken, which I didn't eat the fried, I ate the smoked chicken. Yeah. And uh, then they had mashed potatoes, which I didn't eat, and gravy. Because I was like, you know, I'm trying to lose weight, so I'm trying to be good. There good you go. job, man. I'm proud and, of you. And uh, so I had I had the corn and the green beans, and I yeah. had the smoked chicken. And, of course, they had biscuits, which I didn't have. Oh. And then, to top it all off, man, they had the some of the most amazing-looking uh, banana pudding I've ever seen in my life. Oh, man. And, like, the the whipped cream or the cool whip or whatever is on top it was like scorched on the edge like they took a like flame to it yeah and man it looked so good i was like why do i gotta be trying to lose weight right now but it was i was full and i wasn't like i was like it was good that's crazy so, man and then i had some watermelon later for my dessert yeah that's good yeah. we got a watermelon the other day man it's pretty good that yeah. and some some uh pineapple i'm not big on pineapple i can do honeydew Honeydew's cantaloupe. My, honeydew, I like honeydew more than cantaloupe. Yeah, but I'll eat them both. Yep, it was uh, it was good. Hey, I'm down. Uh, first time I went to the doctor, which was about three weeks ago, I think almost three weeks ago, mm-hmm. maybe a little over three weeks. Uh, I'm down twelve pounds. That's great, man. So good I'm for excited you. Excited about it. I'm proud of you. Still got got a ways to go, but head the right direction at least. Yeah. So that's good, man. It's it's a journey and. Yeah. Uh, it's just a lifestyle change, man. It's, you know, just look at it that way. You're just changing your life. Yeah. It's not a diet. You know? I don't want to be 40 years old and have high blood pressure and high cholesterol and have no energy. You know? That's good, man. So It's never too late to make that decision. No. That's good. Hitting the gym a few days a week. Not yeah. overdoing it. Not killing myself. So Slow and steady wins yeah. the race. Yep. That's how the tortoise won. <laughs> <laughs> So what's up, man? What's on your? You said you got something on your heart today. What's uh, what what's God's been stirring in you? You've been really excited about this one. Man, I don't know why, man. Um, I guess it, I guess it's it's kind of like my whole background of of everything about me. You know, when I first started going to to more church, you know, I I felt content with the position I was in, and yeah, you know, I felt like I was doing what I was supposed to do. I di- you know I didn't have to extend my my uh my efforts anymore but you know because you were always you know talking to me about serving with the church oh, yeah. and yeah and i never man a lot of people would say that and i never really looked at it 
the way it really is. If it's not for us serving, then there is no doors to walk into on Sunday. No, because you're just going, attending, and leaving. Well, what I what I mean is, if there's no one serving, oh yeah, then yeah. there's hundred percent like the church isn't open. Yeah, because this the staff is we have decent sized staff at the church, but nowhere near what we need to run every ministry in yeah. the church. And and you know, man, I got so much I want to put into this today. Go for it, bro. But um. So I so I think touching on serving and okay. you know our specific um, uh, gifts yeah. that God has given each and every one of us okay. um, puts us in a certain place to do certain specific yep. things. He puts us where we're called to, and the gifts yeah. and talents and abilities that He's given us. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. That's what we should be using them for. Yeah, He's given them to us, so we should definitely be. Using them for the good of his kingdom, um, you know. I've I've been part of more church for I think I said this on the last episode, just over eight years now. Yeah. And uh, man, I think I've served on nearly every single team that that's the church awesome. has. And uh, that's good stuff, man. So. It, and it's and it's like you've really set a good example for me, man. And and you, you know, like I told about how persistent you are and how you just keep. <laughs> Pushing and pushing and pushing. You, I'm keep, just, you keep saying that like it's a negative. Only thing, saying bro. is I'm just messing with you, man. I, you know, I remember saying it last time. I was like, man, maybe I came on too strong. Like I joke sometimes, and it maybe comes on a little too strong. Oh, no, you're good. But with you, I'm, I'm comfortable with talking like that. You and I hope you don't mean. You I don't take. I hope you don't think personal. I meant it. Like I was just joking. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for that, man, I mean, you know those those extra extremely hard pushes me being really pushy yeah <laughs> a lot of things wouldn't have happened the way they've happened so i appreciate it man honestly no, course, uh, first and foremost i want to thank you for Absolutely. for continuing to to you know not get off my back on all that stuff and continue to push and push hey you and know push i push. i had the same thing bro like when i first started serving i had i had a guy uh that was part of the church then and it was the same thing you know he just like hey man you, I noticed you're not serving anywhere. You ought to serve on the Escher team. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And, you know, it was kind of a I'll think about it kind of situation. And then I started serving on the Escher team. The next thing I know, they're like, hey, we want you to lead the Escher team. And I was like, wait a minute. What? I like, I just started. I just started serving. Now you want me to lead the Escher team? And, yeah, I did. Man, I I took it on. I served the Escher team, which I think then we were running two services. Uh-huh. And then uh, we went to three services, and then we went to four services. Bro, I was at the church at like eight o'clock in the morning, and I wouldn't leave until like two thirty in the afternoon. I remember the four services. Yeah, but yeah, I I served on the extra team. I led the extra team. Uh, Heather, my wife, she uh she helped lead. She helped do scheduling. Like, man, she's so good at like like she does all the background stuff for the podcast. Yeah. Like she does all the ins and the outs and big huge help, man. If it wasn't for us, we'd still just be on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> and we wouldn't have the like we wouldn't have this sign right here and all yeah. the lights and. But yeah, Heather's been a huge impact um, for me and a huge help for me um, when it's come to serving and her doing the things in the background and. But yeah, man, like I said, I think I've served on just about every team we have at the church. So I had the same thing. I had somebody pushing me to do it and. Over the years, people just kept encouraging me to 
hey, try this. Hey, you should do this. Hey, we think you should do this. And, and it's such great people, man. I mean, you meet some really, 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 really good people this yeah, way. You for know. Sure. But so I thought I thought we would open it up with a with a good um, scripture that, man, it you know it, it it goes with the season we just got through. Okay. But um, it also leads us into the the blueprint God has set for us. Yeah. And the example, and he'll mention his examples for us. So in in John thirteen, uh, verse two through seventeen. Let's go for it, man. All right, it says, The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all these things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around his waist. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you do not realize what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord, Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but wash my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, those who have had a bath, need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that is why he said not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightfully so, for that is who I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also shall wash one another's feet. I have set an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know all these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Him setting that example as the king to wash his disciples' feet Serving, serving, yeah. He's, and, and it, it shows that you're no greater than the next man. Nope. <coughs> and God has set this example for us. It, it's not like him saying, do this. It's, it's, it's not something that he wouldn't do. He's not going to ask you to do something that he wouldn't do. He's done it. And he's the king. He's the Lord. He's our God. Mm-hmm. And he's done it. And he set that example for us to serve as he has served. And I think that's a great thing um, for us to remember that if if Jesus can do that. So we ask Jesus for something every single day. I do. Yeah. If we can continue to ask and ask and ask, and he continues to bless us and bless us and bless us, he asks for this one thing for us to serve. What, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Tell me that uh, chapter and verse again. It was John 13, um, verse 2 through 17. Okay, go ahead. There was something I was going to hit on, but go ahead. But um, it's just it's just a great example, man, to show that you know we're we're no greater than anyone else, and God sets this example for us to follow, and it's a great example because if we can all help each other, if we can all, and that's considered serving. Yep. You know, it's that's it's not. He, yep. 
it's not just serving in the church. No. Um, it's, it's it's on any level. Just like, helping one another. Yeah, you know, it it could be as simple of a thing as, well, like we've talked about before, where you when you pull up to stoplight, if you see somebody sitting there, yeah, and asking for money, and you give it, well, in a way, you have served them. Yep. With something, a provision, something that could help them. Um, same thing, me and you. You know, as much as we've helped each other, we're serving each other. Um, but he, there's so much to what you just read. There's so much in there, and it's not just about the serving, but it's about the washing. Mm-hmm. And man, you could dig into that deep. You know, mm-hmm. it could be the washing of our sins that he covered us with his blood. Yep. It could be uh, the washing of the baptism when you give your life to Jesus and you're baptized and it's an outward expression of what God has done and who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, me and you were talking here a couple of weeks ago about baptism and, you know, just the information. We were trying to get more information on it. And I had sent Pastor Trust in a message and he said there's actually three baptisms. There's baptism by water, uh, there's baptism by salvation, and mm-hmm. there's baptism of the Holy Spirit. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And so, like I said, there's so much in there. It says, well, in, in, in verse 8, it says, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. And that's where it's like, you have to be washed by the blood of Jesus yeah. so that you can belong to him. Yeah. Well, in that case, uh, wash my uh, head and... yeah. Everything, and man. cover me in your <laughs> in blood. In that case. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he's... Jesus didn't walk this earth as a king. He walked this earth as a servant yep. and a teacher and somebody who was trying to teach the ways that we needed to understand. Yep. And so, yeah, serving at our church is a huge thing. Um, like I said, we've got a ton of ministry teams. The doors wouldn't be open if we didn't have those people willing to serve. But also... Our the staff of the church, the pastors yeah. of the church, you know, if they, again, they have to be willing to do what they're doing for us. Yeah, and, and every everyone's got their own special, like, God's designed us specifically the way they we are for a purpose. Not mm-hmm. everyone's the same. Like you said, the staff, you know, you got the pastors, that's their position. You know, the, the elders, that's their position. Yeah. The greeting team, that's their position. Um, worship, that's their position. Stage manager, that's his position. That's their position. That Everyone, you know, ushers, that's their position. Yeah. If we can just find what God has designed us to do, trust me, everyone's got something, something. in them, yeah, some some kind of uh, talent or something that God's, God's instilled in us for us to be able to pour out yep. and help others. It's not just for us to carry around and waste it. No, exactly. I mean, why, no, he, you know, why, why have, why have all these gifts, but not utilize them? You know what I mean? Share them with yeah. other people. Cause that's what we're doing when we, when we're serving, when we're using the talents and the gifts and the abilities that he's giving us, we're sharing them mm-hmm. with other people and we're setting an example mm-hmm. of just like he did. Yep. Just like Jesus did. And so that's what he wants us to do. You know, I think I had said after we finished our last podcast that um, I said something about being like Christ. And as I think I had said, you know what Christian means, right? Mm. And it means to be Christ-like. Yeah. And so that's what we are supposed to imitate. Yeah, because we, we are created to, in his image. Yeah, we are supposed to imitate Christ. Mm-hmm. 
and Christ served his disciples yep. when he was on this earth. Yep. So we should imitate that. We should follow in his footsteps and serve. And I think maybe it was this past week, Trustin had mentioned, uh, I want to say the Samaritan woman, but it's not the Samaritan woman. Um, I should have looked it up. He's, he spoke about the woman that was possessed, that mm-hmm. Jesus healed. She was the first woman that Jesus seen, or that she was the first person that seen Jesus after uh, he was raised from the tomb. Mm-hmm. And so he told her, you know, go and share that I am here. But anyway, so he, she was the first person that seen him, but he he had served her by releasing her of those demons. Yeah. You know, and so it's not just a matter of like a servitude where we're here, let me get the door for you or here, let me help you find your seat yeah. or, you know, I'm going to take care of your kids so that you can attend service and we're going to teach your kids while they're in kids. But yeah. there's prayer when mm-hmm. we're praying for each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a form of serving yep. each other. Yeah. Um, any, anything that God's instilled in you, gifted you with, and you share that with someone else to either help someone or better someone or, or educate someone or allow someone else to get closer to Christ like you are or help doors open or help bring people in. Anytime you're doing something like that, this that's from the gift God has given you, that's, like you said, that's a, a it's, type of serving. It's a form of serving. Yeah, it's yeah. a form of serving. I mean, it's it's sad to waste something that God worked so hard to to create for you, to bless you with. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's well, like, I mean, that's... Most kings, they, I mean, kings typically won't lift a finger for you. No, they but, want you to do all yeah, the lifting. But the Lord of Lords, the king of the world, the the creator of the heavens and the earth will wash another man's feet yep. to set he an will. to set an he example will. for us. 100%. And if he can do that, why can't we? And he can he can answer our selfish prayers <laughs> sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, why why would it be that difficult for us to to and it it shouldn't be it shouldn't be difficult for us to be willing to do what he's already done yeah but i think i think where it becomes difficult is that uh we start looking we start hearing the lies of satan Mm. to say you're not good enough to do this Mm. that's a big one that you're not good enough and so if Satan is telling us, well, you're not good enough to serve there. Don't do this. Not only are we missing out on something that God has called us to do, but somebody else is missing out on what he wants us to do to help them. Yeah. Like yeah. if, if I was all those times where I was being pushy <laughs> to, to get you to serve. You weren't being pushy, man. Just for the record, everybody. <laughs> he wasn't. He was being a good brother and he was... He was educating me on what God has for me, yeah, and what my next, Your next steps, my yeah. next steps and assignments were. So yeah. I thank you for that. And when people do that for you guys, listen to them, because unless it's something that's bad, God's yeah, probably obviously. calling you to do yeah. that. But Sorry. if if I wasn't to encourage you, let's yeah. use that word instead. If I wasn't to encourage you mm-hmm. consistently, force me. Yeah, uh, push you, shove you. 
you wouldn't be doing the things you're doing right now. Exactly. And I'm not taking credit for any of those things because I knew God had a calling on your life. I know he has a calling on your life. I've spoken that over you before. And I was just a tool that he was using to help put you Amen. where he wanted you to be. So good, man. That's so right. It's the same thing that he wants us to do for our kids. Yeah. He wants us to encourage our kids. Yeah. You know, support our kids, push our kids into, excuse me, push our kids into everything that he has for them. Yep. And the best thing I can do, one, is, yes, support them, encourage them. Um, Plant the seed. Yep. But also to help set an example. Yeah. Just And so by showing my kids that I'm willing to serve, you know, to go out and do the things that I'm doing and being willing is helping them see that, well, hey, if dad does this, dad enjoys doing this. Maybe I should or maybe I should find something I enjoy. And so that's that's another way to look at it. But also. We never know who we're affecting, whether it's in church or out of church, for that matter. Um, I don't know if I've told you this before or not, but, um, you know, of course, I started my new job back in October. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys that I work with, uh, Jack, I would come in and and anytime I'd see him, I'd say, hey, good morning, Jack. How are you? And and he had the, like the, I don't want to say the mindset or mentality, but he was like, What's so good about it, you know, or who yes. asked you what today was or who who told you that today was a good morning or who, you know, whatever. But I never stopped, bro, every day. Hey, yeah. good morning, Jack. Hey, good morning. No, how you doing, Jack? And slowly I started seeing a little bit of a change here and there. And it was funny because this morning I go into work and he was talking to one of the other guys during our meetings, but I come in and I told my boss, I said, good morning. And the other two guys were talking and then we went to start going through our production list and Jack's like, well, you're not going to tell me good morning, Terry. There you go, man. There <laughs> so you go. It's like he went from the, who asked you? Yeah. Oh, to, is it? To, yeah. yeah. To, well, you're not going to tell me good morning, man. That's so good. like something as simple as that is serving. Yeah. And it seems so minute and small. Yeah. But if we can go in, like we talked about in the last podcast, if we can be the light of the world that God wants us to be, yeah, something like that could change somebody's life. They could say, what is so different about Terry? What is so different about Marcus? What did they have in their life that makes them so yeah. happy every yeah. day yeah. to say, not just morning, but yeah. hey, good morning, you yeah. know, and have a smile on their face. So that's, that's serving. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be some big thing. You don't, you don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be a worship leader. You don't have to, be the director of whatever ministry it is. It could be as simple as saying, Hey, good morning, Marcus. How you doing today? And we are showing light. Yeah. We're, we're, we're serving for God's kingdom. Yeah. You know, they, the phrase we are created in God's image, not appearance as in features, but we're in, we are creating in God's image for if we portray every time someone looks at us, the smile, the the godly, um, just the 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 radiance we put off, the the light, the 
just when someone sees us, they see God, they see Jesus, you know, like it's not an actual like a picture, but it's like that's man, that's a that's that's the son of God there. Yeah, that's the son of God. And that's that's how I see us being created in, in God's image is when you look at me, you shouldn't say, man, this dude's like. I don't know about this guy. He seems evil. Mm-hmm. You know, you should, man, if, if, if we could see every, every time we look at someone, if we could see everyone and say, man, that's a, that's a godly person. It's, you know, that's a, it's funny that you mentioned that. Cause I had seen a video the other day. Um, and I don't know what the guy's name is cause I never listened to him. Uh, but he was the lead singer for a rock band called corn. Mm. And I don't know if you've ever listened to him or mm-hmm. any of that, but it's like heavy, heavy stuff. And I almost want to say it was almost like a, demonic but if you were to see this guy you would think that you would think well he's in a witchcraft or he's a demonic type of person he's uh anyways all the details aside at some point in his life he made a decision that he needed to i think he said that he went somewhere and heard somebody say something about um no matter what you're doing who you are what you've gone through jesus loves you Wow. And he said that he'd went home, and over the next week he told God, he said, God, if you're real, if you are who this person says you are, I need you to show up in my life. I need you to prove it to me. And he's got a little girl, which I don't, the story's a couple years old now, but um, gave his life to Christ and got off drugs. He had left the band. Um, started changing, turning his life around. And, but anyway, so this interview that he was doing, he was talking about Jesus Christ and how much he's done in his life and what he's done for him. And if, if you were to have seen this guy beforehand, you would have thought there's no way that guy would ever be a Christian. There's no way that guy could ever become the type of person that he is now. And, he still looks the same. Like he's still all tatted up. He's still got the long hair. He still wears dark makeup, but he's sharing about Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I say all that because you had mentioned it's not an outwardly expression. It's right. a inwardly. It's, it's what you portray, what yeah. you put off. It's a vibe. It's like a, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's just uh, something like it's a, a vibe. I mean, yeah. it's like I, I can feel when, when I'm in the presence of a, you know, a godly person. Yeah. And man, if you know that's if everybody could just do that, I, I mean, I almost want to say we're going to cut to that video right now so you can see what I'm talking about. That'd be cool. Maybe Heather's it? that good. Maybe she can figure this out. <laughs> and there goes there, and the the pastor starts saying Jesus is real. He'll come into your life if you invite him in, and all the negative stuff can't stay. And I was like, I was listening to him, and I was like, I'm going to try this. I went home with my drugs, and I just poured my heart out to God. I said, God. These drugs are going to kill me and leave my daughter without a dad. Please, if you're real, come into my life. Give me a new life. And with a long story short, I just had an encounter with God's love within the next few weeks. And, and uh, man, I just I felt like Jesus came in and put his arms around me. I didn't see anything, but it was just like it was a life-changing event. And I felt like I was at home for the first time. If not... <laughs> Yeah, you almost had to look it up for yourself, but you know, you were talking about how how the devil will, how Satan will make it, you know, make our gifts not feel important 
or you know mm-hmm. what guys you know that cause us to doubt ourselves yeah you know satan will will make us feel like what we're gifted with what god has given us that it's not important that it's you know that i don't know man like it's not it's just well, not I, something that we can use. I think about how many times you told me that you were like, no, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm not good enough. Can they really use me there? Should I be doing this? Yeah. And now you're a stage manager. <laughs> you were part of the worship team for Easter. You know, you're helping us. And again, it's something simple. Like you're helping them do teardown. Yeah. Well, teardown may not seem like much, but somebody's kid, anywhere from a baby to third grade was in the area mm-hmm. that we're tearing down and it's not just babysitters like they're in there sharing the word of god with these kids yeah yeah and so what we are doing is helping impact that and that's like i said it's like i've served on so many different teams mm-hmm. i've served on the usher team the safety team uh the shuttle <clears throat> excuse me the shuttle team i'm part of the worship team now uh tear down set up um like and all of them have an impact mm-hmm. and I've enjoyed being part of every single one of them. There's not a single one that I was ever like, no, this isn't for me. Like, you know, I haven't been a part of the greeter or the, um, welcome team, but I'm always greeting people. Yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah. welcoming people, you know? And like, I think we'd mentioned a few episodes back that, that guy that had came that weekend, Ryan, mm-hmm. that had just moved back to the area. Mm-hmm. Well, I just went over and greeted him and introduced myself and had a conversation with him. Yeah. And I don't, I haven't seen him since then, so I don't know if he's still there. But who knows what kind of impact yeah. that it may have had on him by just somebody coming over and yeah. talking to him. And, and Satan will make it feel like, make you believe that that's insignificant, like it's not big enough to make a difference to where you don't even try. But it's something something this big and something this small it all works together and creates what god is trying to put together on earth so if 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 we if if we let satan make us believe that it's insignificant like greeting like okay maybe you could do without the greeting but you can't do without a worship yeah. right but then people say well all all i'm good at is greeting but i can't do worship so the greeting is not really significant it's not going to make a difference so i'm not going to do it that's satan telling you that yep. we need each and every one of you because exactly each and every one of you has been designed a specific way by god to do a specific thing yep. and don't let Satan can't take your gift. No, he can't. Satan, Satan can't take your gift. He can make you feel like it's insignificant. So you don't use it so he can try to control it, but you have to willingly forfeit that gift for Satan to be able to use it, to be able to take it from you. It's just like lock and key. Dodge couldn't willingly take those oh, keys. Yeah, yeah. They had to willingly forfeit those keys. I know that's a weird analogy, but I'm just, I'm just trying to make you feel like, like no matter God has given you something that Satan cannot take from you. The only way Satan can take it from you is if you let him have it. Like, it's not insignificant. I don't care how small you think it is or how small he makes you think it is. It's not insignificant because every single little moving part makes this big thing that God calls his kingdom. Yep. Right? Yep. I'm sorry. I'm I'm so proud of you, man. I really am. Like, you <laughs> this is an episode that you need to go back and watch yourself because like everything you're saying is things that i have spoken over you that i've prayed over you and i've told you you can do this 
and the times in your life where you have doubted yourself over the last two years, everything, <laughs> every every single thing that you had ever told me that you doubted that you weren't good enough or you couldn't do it or no, it doesn't matter. You're speaking right now. God is using you. You are serving right now. He is He is using you as a tool to serve, to plant seeds, That's to good, spread bro. his word. Satan's not taking it anymore, man. I'm not willingly giving it to him. I'm not going to forfeit it anymore. Yeah. You know, I've done it, and it didn't get me anywhere, man. It, it ruined my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not yeah. going to forfeit anything to that coward anymore. I'm not doing it. You know, he's not going to win. My God is stronger than anything. Any attack that can ever come upon anything. us. Anything. Yep. And so are we. Yep. And as long as God's word is living in us, so are we. Yep. And that's what we have to remember, and that's what we have to tell ourselves in those moments of trial, in those moments of temptation, in those moments of doubt, that we are strong enough because God's word is living and breathing in us. That's awesome, man. And when God's word is living and breathing in us, there's nothing that can stop us. No. There's not. He'll Satan will send every attack and every strategy that he has against us, but it's not going to stop us. You know, it might slow us down. It might slow the progression, but it's not going to stop us. You know, he thought he had you. He mm-hmm. thought he stopped you when you moved to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And all, it, all it, I think really all it did is now that you're back and you are where you are now, it lit a fire under your tail. What didn't kill me only made me stronger. It launched you. Yep. Yep, it did, man. It has definitely made you stronger. Now you have that much more of a testimony to share about the trials that you've been through and what God has done and what God is doing. You know, you shared that uh, photo with me last night about the Easter service with you and I both being part of the worship team. And man, that's so awesome to see. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. It was. It's, it's so amazing what God has done in you. I even, you know, I even shared on, I don't know if you saw the post, but I shared that photo on, on Facebook no, and is. I, I, you know, wrote in there that that was a, a monumental moment for oh, me. I did see it cause your sister commented on it. Yep. Because that was, I mean, that's something I've, man, that was like the only thing on my bucket list. <laughs> you know what I mean? To be able to, 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 to be, I mean, everything I'm doing with the church, man, is monumental for me because I, you know. Being able to 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 be a part of something like that, something that God's created, yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like being on a baseball team or, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's man, this is for the kingdom and the yep. glory of yep. God, and I'm I'm Marcus French. I am a part of that. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Like exactly. little old me from Quinlan, Texas. <laughs> I'm a part of something that God has created. Yeah. Like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not, it's not like, you know, playing for the Cowboys or something. You know, yeah, that's cool, but, has, man, I'm on God's team. Like, whoa. It like, has an infinite impact. Yeah. And it's 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 for eternity. Like, it, it will, yeah. man, like, dude, think, like, if you can grasp that concept that, like, I'm on God's team. Like, he picked me to be on his team. Well, and. You know, That's I was, crazy, I was talking to you earlier this week about um, I was looking at the the details and stuff, the analytics or the the YouTube 
channel analytics and our podcast analytics and mm -hmm. all the it gives you so many details it tells you what kind of people are listening their age range where they live at and man we got people in what i tell you africa yeah africa and uh was it brazil i think so there's people like bro there's no way ever in my life that I would think, well, I'm going to fly to Brazil and share the word of God, or I'm going to fly to Africa and share the word of God. But that's what we're doing. And that's because that's what God told us to do. Yeah. And so because of that, we are making an impact literally across the world. Yeah. It may only be one Praise person God. over there in either side, but here's the thing to think about is when we make a change in ourselves, it makes a change for the next generation for our kids. Mm -hmm. And so that is a generational impact and it can go either way. We can make a negative change and have a negative impact or a positive change mm -hmm. and can have a positive impact. Um, but we can now say that we are having a generational impact possibly on this person that's listening because maybe there's something that God is speaking through us that they hear that they change and they start seeking God more and maybe they have kids. So then that changes that kid's future. Mm -hmm. And we don't know there's, I think, I think it will blow us away when the day that the Lord calls us home and we get to meet the people that we've never met. Wow. And they say, and they say, because of you that I get to spend eternity in heaven and not just me, but my family and Hallelujah. my kids wow, and man. my grandkids. And that's that's the thing that it has always encouraged me to keep going is it's not about me when I'm serving. Me serving is not me trying to get recognition for what I'm doing. Right. And it shouldn't be. It should be about trying to make a change f for somebody else. Mm -hmm. It should be about me greeting somebody with a smile and a hug mm -hmm. or a handshake at church that that's the first smile they've seen all week. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe that morning it was everything they had to do just to get up out of bed and go to church. Yeah. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. And that's how serving can change somebody else's life. Man, and about the, you know, those those folks in 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 Africa or whatever that are that are seeing this, you know. I by the way, if you yeah. are listening, <laughs> <laughs> come visit. <laughs> I will come visit you. I'd like to go to Africa. Anyways, you know, you got Facebook algorithm and all that. I mm. believe that's God's al algorithm, man. I it, mean, it there is a, a specific reason why they saw that podcast at that time. There's something I believe they're going through that God purposely put that in front of them. They were watching it that day for at that time for that reason, that specific podcast, whatever and maybe they only listened to 30 seconds of it. Maybe there, they didn't even listen to the whole thing. But I believe God puts it there for a reason. that 30 seconds could have been life-changing. Yep. You know, and it's not just a podcast or um, a video that somebody puts. You know, I was talking to Heather last night, and she's got a friend that she has recently reconnected with. And it was the both of them. God had been doing work on both of them. Mm -hmm. And something has happened in this person's life and because of that heather can now be there to help her walk through what she's walking through 
And I told Heather, I said, it's this, excuse me. I said, you guys reconnecting when you did wasn't a coincidence. It was God's plan. And he intervened in both of y'all's lives because you allowed him to so that the two of you could reconnect. And because the two of you have reconnected and you're bonding again, you can help your friend with what she's walking through. Serving. And that's what Heather's doing. She's serving her friend. And it it's, I think it's, people don't think about it that way because they're like, oh, well, she's just being a good friend. Well, yeah, she is, but she is serving her mm-hmm. by being willing to be there for her, mm-hmm. to listen to her, to yeah. help give her advice, whatever it may be that she needs. Yeah. And she has a willing heart. Heather does. She has a willing heart to help serve to help somebody mm-hmm. because there's people that have done the same thing for her. And that's what it's all about. Like none of us are perfect. None of us have it all figured out. None of us have it all together. But if we can work together, serve together, lean on each other, just like we talked about in the last episode, having that community yeah. is vital. So there's things that God's going to speak to you for me that I may be walking through something or struggling through something. And because of that, I don't have the words or his word. I don't have his word that I need at that moment. And if I reach out to you, then you can give me what God has given us and vice versa. And again, that's just another level of serving. And we've both done it for each other. You know, I, I go through crap every day, man, you know, and, and you're always there to, to, with your wisdom and, and, you know, to help me understand things and give me advice. And I mean, you're lost without it, man. And it's, and you know, you made a good point a while back when we talked about the community about, you know, it's not everyone, not everyone's meant to be in your circle. No, absolutely not. But it's not, but God, 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 will. God will give you who you're, who you're supposed to have, man. And, and, and he'll use us for somebody else when they need us. You know, you know, what's funny, man. Last night, I'm not going to, Never mind. I'm not going to talk about it. No, go for it, bro. No, because I don't, I don't know if I should say something about it because it's something that's coming up that I probably should. I don't know if I should mention it. it or not. Say it. You're good. Okay. I'm not going to be specific, but I'll, I'll, you're going to know what I'm talking okay. about. Last last night, um, when we did the uh-huh. the podcast, I prayed at the end, and I believe, if I remember correctly, I had mentioned I had asked God to use use me, mm-hmm. use us, mm-hmm. and then I got that message yep, today. You did. That's the first thing I thought of when I got that message. I was like, I asked God to use me, and He's using me. Not only were you willing, but you were asking for God to do something. And he's going to. And that's why I told you earlier, don't doubt what God is doing. Yeah. You prayed for it specifically, and God opened a door. Yep. So walk through that door. Yep. Because he's going to do more with it than I could ever possibly imagine. Yeah. And and, and that's the thing. It's like, and that's another level of serving. Yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. That it's another level. Because you are going to share. Not Don't, don't say too much. I won't. It. And okay. because you're going to share, it's going to have an impact for somebody else. Yeah. That 
that's just like we talked about on, uh, I think it was episode seven where we were talking about being overcomers through mm-hmm. the word of our testimony. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And not only are we made overcomers by the word of our testimony, but others are made. And that was the whole thing with Trustin's sermon a few weeks ago, man. He had so many stories and testimonies that he was sharing to people from within the church yeah. that I guarantee you were speaking to somebody else in the house. That's crazy, man. And that's what God wants us to do. God is freaking awesome. <laughs> like he does some freaking crazy stuff, man. Like he this is awesome. This man is incredible. He is awesome. That is the truth. God, he's so good, man. Man, is it are we well What time? We've already forty five minutes into this, bro. It don't even feel like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's good though, man. It's been a that that tells me it's been that good. It's like forty five minutes already. You know, I I really encourage everyone, man. You know, whether you're you're here where we're at, or you're in another country or wherever, I really encourage you to find God's calling for you and serve where yeah where you you serve where He wants you to be. Because if if it's not for you, then who's going to do it? And if no one does it, then the blessings God's able to give you, the word that you're able to get from your church, others won't be able to get that, right? Yeah. Like, I want people to have the same chance that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, I go to, we go to an incredible church that fills us so much, feeds yep. us so much. Check it out online, morechurch.com. More church, man. Check it out. You know, the, it feeds us so much, man. And, and, and you know, this past Easter was incredible, and it reminded me of the, the, first, the first Easter I ever went to the church, and yep. it was the actual first time I ever went to that church. It was on Easter That's Sunday. That's right. You were telling me that. And, man, that. you know, it's been feeding me from day one. Even when I moved out of the country, like, that was one of the things that I missed probably the most yeah. was church, yeah. was my church. But if it wasn't, you know, at the time I wasn't serving. But if it wasn't for you and all the other people serving, I would have never been able to go to that church. Yeah. And a lot of the things that I've learned that's saved me, that's helped me, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have got them. You know, I'm not saying God wouldn't have been there for me if I didn't go to church. I'm just saying God puts people in our lives to help us. Yeah, 100%. To carry 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 and, and his his blessings to us and when we need it. When we need it and <clears throat> you know a lot of the things that I was able to get from you and other people at the church, you know, if that those doors won't open, then I would have never met you guys. It, and then you guys would have never done that for me. Well, and it's you the know? same thing for me. You know, if there wouldn't have been people at that church before I even started going there willing to serve, you know, because they used to be, when that church first started, they were in set up and tear down. They were in a hotel ballroom, and then they were in a wedding event venue. And then they bought a building, but the building had to be completely gutted mm-hmm. and renovated while people were serving. And because they were willing to serve to do those things, it gave me a place to go. Yeah. And because it gave me a place to go, I was able to build that relationship with God. Man, and and you can worship anywhere in the world, but it's church. It's love. It's awesome to have a home to go to. Man, it's so good. 
And and there's man, there's so many people that if they're not at church, they will never hear the word of God. No, they won't, because they won't seek it out. And and they're and and it can be one one phrase, one word, one one greet, one hello, one good morning that can change your life forever. But if there's no doors to walk in to accept that, yeah, then like what? Man, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know, the way I see it, man, is, you know, there's there's countries where they have to go underground to worship. Yeah, there's actually countries that they are persecuted and yeah. killed. And we get to do it. Yeah. But some of us, I did, chose not to serve yeah. to give people that ability, that, yeah. that um, opportunity to go to church. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that 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 you stuck with me and, and and kept showing me, you know, how vital and important and and incredible it is to serve for God, man. Like now, I just, like I'm like, what else can I do? What's you next? know, like I'm filling What's my next? plate up way too yep. much. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just because it, it's 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 a good feeling, man. Just you know, when you hear about these when you hear about these salvations and you know, like on Easter and and you see these kids. You know, I remember, you know, when I was a kid going to youth, man, you know, like that wasn't like I never thought about it. Like kids like today, you don't you don't see them, you know, they're 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 always into something crazy. But to to see church doors open to where kids can go in there and actually, you know, worship God and, and do things for God at an early age and grow them up, you know, to be like that, you know, because of the people serving, those doors are open. Those kids are able to be there, and their lives will be changed forever. Yep, they will be. You know? They will be. So, you know, we encourage everyone, find your place. Find your church. God's got something Wherever specific. Wherever you're at. Yep. Find God's, a church. God's got something specific Find that for community. You. Build that community, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and let, and let God guide it. Like, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be no. a difficult thing. Just start start somewhere. Start by saying, I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to find a church, and I'm going to go this weekend. Yeah. And if you don't like it or if you don't feel comfortable there, try another one. They're not all the same. You know, we I think I hit on that last episode, too, is we tried multiple churches before we found mm-hmm. more church. And when we finally found it, we were like, this is where we're supposed to be. Yep. And we've been serving there ever since. And don't stop there. You know, don't stop serving just at church or don't, you know, stop there. You know, serve, serve your community, serve outside of church, yeah. you know, and, and like we said, it can be as little as good morning, you know, or, or yep. God yep. bless you or yeah, serve in your work, man. serve in your home, serve your spouse, serve your family. You know, it's. We don't, it doesn't have to be just in church. If everybody can make those little steps in the right direction, man, the world would just, you know, it would it would shift on its axis, man. I mean, imagine everybody able to do the same thing. Yeah. You know, every everybody able to serve for God, yeah. to do good things for people, you know, to to put God first, to to fo- focus on 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 you know making God's kingdom on earth better. Yep. You know, imagine how incredible, I mean, the world's a crazy place right now, man. But imagine if we all were able to come together, you and know. And show love. Like, we don't have to say, well, you shouldn't be doing this. Right, or right, shame right, on you. Right. Or you're a no sinner. Judging. Just show love. 
You know, that's what he wants us to do. And and it says it says in John what, what we read verse seventeen it says now that you know these things you will be blessed if you do them yeah and so we'll be blessed if we serve the way we know we're supposed and to and I am I am a I can tell you one hundred percent that every bit of that is true yeah you know my yeah. life has changed drastically for the, for the better you know and all I had to do was 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 follow God's example you know. Yeah. Of of washing feet, serving, yep. just yep. being being a better. And you are, bro. Like you are, you're serving, and it may seem like a minute thing to push something out onto the stage or pull something off the stage, but that small thing, that element that you feel like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, could be what changes the impact of the word that God is speaking through mm-hmm. Pastor Trustum. Yeah, on their life. Yeah, because those props aren't just out there to take up space. No, there's a not. meaning for it. There's them. a meaning for it. Yeah, hundred percent. And and an illustration really connects people different. Yep, it does. And there's been a huge there's man there there was one service that he did um, a few years back that had a huge impact on my life. So much so that it gave me like you know everybody has those verses in mm-hmm. the bible that they like mm-hmm. um that have an impact on their life but mine one of mine was Isaiah 49:16 and it says see i have engraved your name in the palms of my hands so much so that i have it tattooed on my arm and but the prop that Tristan was doing during that ep- that uh, sermon mm-hmm. he had actually cut out of wood some really large hands and then he was using a uh, engraving tool and he had engraved my name into the hand and the hand was representing God's, God's hand. hand and he was talking about man it, it was like bro it hit the nail on the head and it rocked me that day but he said no matter what you're going through Terry no matter what you've struggled with and he picks the, the hand up and he said God has engraved your name on his hand he's holding you exactly and so those props as small as a thing as it may be to some or is is life-changing it to others. was life-changing to me bro it was that verse is engraved in me yeah and literally yeah. written on me and as easy as it is to carry that out on stage and is insignificant as that may seem to you or the satan's making you feel like it is that changed so changed many my things life. for you yeah it did and you, you don't have to be you know serving it doesn't have to be building a church by hand you know it can be something that small carrying yeah. a, something out on the stage yeah you know it, it's man every little every little I mean, you build something, man, right? You build something. This this watch, you know, there's little pins. If I don't put this little pin in there, that watch doesn't work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I want to be the face because that's the big part. You know, that's significant. Mm. Well, that face doesn't do doesn't any good work if that without that not little there. pin yep, in there. That's exactly right. Put the pin in there, and then that face actually has purpose has purpose that's it man that's good and if we can all all do our part and all put our pins in no if matter how can, big or small if we can all be part of the cog that turns the wheel yeah of jesus's ministry we all get to be part of it hallelujah that then that ministry gets to do what it's supposed to do 
Man. God's good, man. Yep. God's good. Amen. Amen to that. I'm going to praise out, bro. All right, man. I'm good with that. Father, I just thank you for the opportunity that we get to be part of what you are doing, that we get to serve, Lord, not just on a Sunday, Lord, but every day of the week, uh, that we get to be a part of the big plan, Lord, that we get to be a tool in your tool bag, uh, something as simple as saying good morning to somebody with a smiling face or something as large as being a pastor and leading a church, Lord. I thank you that we get to be part of that, Lord, that we get to be that pin in the watch or that cog in the wheel, Lord, that we get to help push forward uh, your ministry, Lord, that we get to help push forward uh, the love that you have shown us, Lord, that we get to be able to show that to others, that the the service that you have done for us, Lord, that we get to be able to serve somebody else, Father. And, Lord, I, I thank you for your sacrifice. I thank you for your death yes. on the cross and for your blood that was poured out for, for me, Lord, to cover my sins, Lord, and for the washing of the feet, Lord, as just one more example of your great leadership showing in an aspect of servitude, Lord. And I just pray that I get to be better, that we get to be better every day to be a better example of who you are, Father. And Lord, I just pray that for anybody that's listening, Lord, maybe there's somebody that uh, hasn't invited you into their hearts, Lord, that somebody that doesn't have that relationship with you, Lord. I just pray that wherever they may be, no matter what they're going through, Lord, right now, that you send your Holy Spirit and that you wrap them in your arms, Lord, and that they just take that time, Lord, and that moment, Lord, right now that they're in to, to ask you in, to invite you in, to ask you to be their Savior, Lord, to ask you to help them change their life, Lord, so that they can be part of this too, Lord. Um, and that they can make those impacts just like you have made impacts in our lives, Lord. Father, I thank you for everything that you've done for us. And I thank you for everything that you're doing. Father, I just pray that you be with us as we depart, Lord. And you continue to show us your plan. You continue to show us what your ministry is and what your plan is for us to do. And uh, mm -hmm. again, Lord, I just thank you for that, the opportunity to get to be able to part of this. And I thank you for my brother, Marcus, Lord. And I... I thank you for my wife, Heather, and my kids, Lord. And I just thank you for our church and our pastors, Lord, and everything that you've done and everything that you've blessed us with. Lord, it's in your name I pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. That was good, brother. That was a good one, bro. Love you, man. Love you too, brother. Hey, y'all. Check us out. YouTube, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple, Chrome, all the places. And uh, if you haven't yet, subscribe. You'll get notifications. Yes, please. Like yeah. and subscribe, subscribe. Share, 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 Love you. God bless.